giftedness success is a lot like communications success. Both involve repeating the same steps consistently over time, making incremental progress, and remaining committed to doing the right thing, even when a shiny new temptation wants to steal your attention, or you'd rather just stay on the couch and forget about it. Well, that's a theme in my conversation this week on Optimal Aging, the show for fitness professionals trying to grow their businesses with more people over 50. I'm your host, Jay Croft of Prime Fit Content. My guest is Aaron Hines, a gym owner from the Nashville area who has been putting in the work month after month, year after year, communicating steadily with his prospects and clients running a good business, networking both online and in real life, writing books and promoting them, all while bringing top-shelf training services to people over 50 in his location. And here's the best part. It's paying off. Aaron had his biggest month ever last December, and 2024 is banging so far. When I asked him why, he kind of shrugged and said, He's just been sticking to the fundamentals and doing the things that you're supposed to do, and they're coalescing like they're supposed to. (laughs) No tricks, nothing fancy, no shiny new temptation, just a commitment to doing the work consistently over time with smart goals and solid communications and no small amount of enthusiasm. It works for your clients trying to get in shape. It works for my clients trying to grow their businesses through better communications. And as Aaron will tell you, it's working for his business, Premier Performance Training in Brentwood, a prosperous suburb of Nashville. Now, Aaron is a former college football player who earned a bachelor's degree in health and human performance from the University of Tennessee and a master's degree in exercise physiology at Florida State. He completed his internship at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, working with patients at risk for cardiovascular and pulmonary diseases. Here's my recent chat with Aaron. You mentioned that you've had, the last time we talked, that you had your best month ever in um, December. December. Yeah. And you wrote a book. And and now you're trying to do some social media influencing. So you've got some momentum. I'd like to focus on that and maybe talk about the idea of training, growing your business that focuses on people over 50 right now, like what it's like right now, where we're at, yeah. kind of the state of the union, sort of, you know, that the presidents okay. always have to do. Yeah, I can Something talk about like that because I, I got asked uh, last week, <laughs> one of my ladies, she's like, why do you train old people? I was like, well, let me tell you. This is kind of like what I like to do. Like, these are the people who like coming in. They like to show up. They like to get some movement in. They like to get stronger. My clients are my parents' age. My parents are 65, pushing 70. So it's kind of giving back to the um, the people that have helped me, right? So they can move better, feel better, and, you know, do the things they want to without being in pain all the time. That's wonderful. Do you also find that they're better customers or that it's, I mean, that's a really nice feeling, but ultimately you're in business. You're trying to make money. So tell me why it's good for that. It's the lifeblood of my business. I mean, it's 90% of what I do. It's the make or break of my small group training business. They're consistent. They enjoy it. They keep coming back. They refer their friends because they like to work out with other people just like them and nothing better than working out with your friend, friend you go to church with, friend you 
go to the salon with, you know, friend you go out to eat with. You know, I've even had clients go on a two-week trip to France this year who never knew anybody. They never they didn't know each other, right? So it's just finding those like-minded people who appreciate exercise, but also um, are there for the same reason to get healthier. So did you transition to this market or were they always the focus for you? No, I transitioned five years ago when Fred Zoller looked at me and said, I'll never make it as a sports performance business. <laughs> okay. And it was just being honest because it's a very churn and burn, very seasonal kind of market. Some make it work, but as far as like having the time away, time freedom, making more money, uh, he told me to push for the 45 and up market. So you were initially going for something else. It wasn't quite working out. And a, a business coach told you to try this. Yeah. So I was doing more one-on-ones, mm-hmm. two-on-ones, private sessions, and sports performance. With younger people? I basically took anybody. Anybody who had a heartbeat who wanted to work out. Now, that's really important because I talked to a lot of people who, they'll ask me to help them with their marketing. I'll say, well, who's your gym for? And they'll say, oh, it's for everybody. And I say, no, it's not. Let's think about that again. So tell me that for people who are listening and who are thinking about starting a gym or who want to have a gym for everybody. Talk about how that worked out for you and what realization you reached. Uh, A gym for everybody is a gym for nobody. You're not really specializing in anything. You're just helping everyone. So in order to stand out as far as like your business goes, you have to really kind of narrow down that that niche market. And, you know, mine's 15 older orthopedic injuries. I don't know a lot of people who like working with those people. That's what I've kind of find that they're the ones that need me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I even have clients who are younger than 45, but they read the copy on my website and it's like, oh, you, you help old people. I'm beaten down. I'm 28 years old. I need help. I need somebody who's going to be able to help me move better, not crush me in the gym, and also move me forward for what I want to accomplish. And that's where it's really been successful as far as that goes. So you start, you opened the gym nine years ago. You switched to over 55 years ago? It was more like 40 and up, and it's kind of increased the average age of like 50, 50 and older right now. And then, of course, we all got hit by the pandemic. That screwed us all over, right? Yep. And then last December you had your biggest month ever. Tell me about that. Uh, Yeah, I think it was just a matter of um, all the marketing polls in the water. A lot of follow-up with people who haven't been in in a while. I ran some um, reactivation campaigns to get people back in the door. Mm -hmm. I had clients who hadn't been in a while come back in to get back in shape. I even had, you know, college kids come back for the break. So that was a a kind of an unexpected boost, but I think it's just a matter of putting my head down, continuing to doing the things that were working and just, I don't say hoping for the best, but I can't give up on what's been working, just consistent action day in and day out, week by week. I think it just kind of came to a head and it kind of paid off towards the end of the year. It's continued 2024 uh, as well. I mean, it's a little little slow in January, but it's, it's yeah. rocking and rolling in February. So consistent action and having a plan. That's the biggest thing. Well, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like what trainers are always telling their clients. Yeah. I mean, consistency wins, right? And in, in, in the long run, I mean, we call it the shiny object syndrome or yeah. you know, more, 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 more. More is not yeah. better. Better is better. So just like fine tune what you've been doing that's working and consistently work on that. I think that's the biggest thing. Right. People ask me all the time, should I be on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and, 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 and I'm like, nope, pick one. 
you know, pick yeah. one and, and build your audience there. It's this very similar concept. And I love the idea that you had your biggest month ever because you were doing the right things over time. And then eventually it all came together. It wasn't that you did some gimmick or you had some stroke of luck, right? No, not at all. I mean, it's just the consistent marketing uh, every day, every month, instead of just turning it on, turning it off. I think that's the biggest thing where sometimes we get where, you know, you're not reaping the fruit of your marketing. So therefore yeah. you just want to quit it and stop. I did that with a few things, but those are the things that weren't really getting the, any return on the investment. And then right. once that cut off, I mean, it's like everything else that was invested into that got reinvested into some other aspect to the marketing plan. So therefore it's kind of completely, I don't say replenish, but it also bared the fruit of uh, more emails to my email list. Those emails get marketed to on, hey, come in and try us out. Hey, uh, we're running a $150 off the month of December. And this, those kind of last minute deals for the holidays. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where it, it took off. Just the whole overall marketing aspect. And it's like, if it's if it's not working, let's figure out why it's not working. And if it's really not working and, and you're wasting money, then let's ditch that and put all of our money and effort and energy into what's really working. So tell people what you do and what you what you do that works, what presses the buttons and what you're maybe give us like one example of something you tried that didn't quite move the needle for you. So you stopped doing it. I've tried a hundred dollars off. I've tried buy two, get one free. And it just doesn't speak to my market. My market is, I don't say well off. That sounds kind of snobby, but I'm in one of the wealthiest counties in mm-hmm. the Southeast and maybe the U S. And so giving things away sometimes devalues the product in their eyes a little bit. So it'll speak to a couple people, but not everybody. Those are a lot of things that I've done. I even tried it this year, this past year, and it just kind of went went dead. It was so bad. And I was so disappointed. I was like, well, well, we'll try it again next year. Or not, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, or yeah. To your yes. point, to your point earlier, yeah. if it doesn't work, don't do it again. Yeah, or try to re- revamp it. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. We 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 try it and then we quit because it didn't work instead of like trying to figure out what people want. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest problem I have. It's like, well, I tried it this time, Jay, so therefore I'm just gonna not do yes. it again. Well, Let's try to reconsider, like maybe relook at that and say, okay, why didn't it work, and why didn't it speak yep. to my audience? And let's try to reevaluate why, what I can do better, and we'll try it again. And if it doesn't work, then we'll go to something else. That's right. It's constantly trying new things and not making assumptions about what did or didn't work because you know I tried that one time and it didn't work. It's like, well, you don't know that. You yeah. don't know that at all. Maybe you did that during Christmas when you should have done it in June, or maybe you did that. Uh, during the pandemic when nobody could come in and it'd be perfect for you now or who knows i mean there's a, there's a lot of reasons you can't just come to quick decisions like that what do you do steadily you know i know you've been using my stuff for a long time what do you do that's you said that that steady churn of marketing that you do tell us what that involves currently right now and for the last probably 2 years i run a lead magnet on facebook and it's just a super simple core exercise guide that just kind of gets them into my ecosystem and they can kind of go through a little email sequence strip campaign to hopefully get them in the gym. Uh, That's kind of how I build my email list. I run currently like a 28 day jumpstart to get people curious uh, into the gym to try try me out for 28 days. That's consistently been a thing for probably the last seven months. But with the just the content itself, I, I run emails. Uh, I was doing six days a week, probably for the last year and a half. Um, that's a lot of different content. So I do a 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, um, kind of health and fitness information, um, you know, nutrition, lifestyle, uh, whatnot. And then I would use uh, the 15 older content Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And I got a lot of good responses from that. A lot of unsubscribes as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I used to get really upset when people unsubscribe because I was like, oh, my God, that's my client or that's my that's the person that came in last week. But now I don't even think about it, man. I think I've got 2,500 emails and I'll send out, hey, it's getting closer to March. Let's, you know, if you want to come in, yeah, just drop the word March and we'll get you some information. You can come in and try us out. So those are some of the biggest things that I'm currently doing. And a lot of like organic posting and just reach out, whether it's former clients, see stuff or, you know, I see them maybe recovering from a surgery. You know, uh, Facebook's one of those where that's the ideal spot for my 15 older crowd. So, you know, if they're recovering from an injury or they're on a trip, I haven't seen them in a while, you know, I'll just say, hey, I hope you have fun. Not even trying to get them as a client to say, right. hey, I'm glad you're out having fun. I'm glad you're staying active, this and that and the other. And it could lead to a conversation down the road. It's not yeah. like I'm trying to reel them back in because I see them, you know, sedentary or had a surgery or whatnot. So, right. Um, I would love that. I, I was just telling a, co- a client that this week, I noticed on his Facebook and Instagram, there's no, there's no socializing and, you know, social media is supposed to be social. What you just described is what I was telling him. Just, you can just say, hello. You can say, oh, that's funny. If they post a a funny memo, you can, if they post their kid getting, graduating from high school, you can say, congratulations. I can't believe she's all grown up or it doesn't have to all be about come in and join up again. Yeah. And I think those are just small little things that they probably appreciate. And it may just give them a reminder like, hey, oh, oh, you're still around. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll reach out when things kind of slow down and I'll get back into the gym. Um, Yeah. I see some kind of out in public, I guess you'd say around restaurants and whatnot. And the first thing they say is like, oh, man, I'm going to come back. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm not even here to I'm here to say hello. I'm not here to make you feel bad. Yeah. Like coming in. So, you know, it's just everybody's response a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. So everything you're doing sounds like it's working, man. You've you've had a good year. You're having another good year. You've um, consistently marketed. You wrote a book. You're in your community a lot. You're trying new things. Where are you right now, and where do you hope to be as this year progresses? Right now, uh, the biggest thing is just trying to hire a few more trainers. That's the kind of the biggest spot where I'm at right Great. now. Growth growth is good, but you have to have a plan in place. Um, you don't want to grow too fast too soon because then you can't handle the load. So I'm looking for like one or two trainers currently. I'm working on a fourth book um, kind of independently. The first one I wrote was uh, myself. The this last two were kind of co-authored with a couple of the fit pros. Yeah, uh, I saw that. that. This one's geared to more the athletic mindset. I know it's Sounds probably boring, but I like to go back and forth. So it's one was athletic, two for the adults, now back to the athletic. And then I'll probably focus more on the kind of longevity uh, aspect as far as health and fitness over 50 on my my fifth book. But just as far as that goes, I would say those are lengthy processes to mm-hmm. to write. The first one took me a long time of a lot of procrastination, um, but with a little bit of push from some friends, I, I got it done. But it took about two years for the first one. And now it's the fourth one. It's a little bit quicker. I've got, you know, some, I would say we always have projects in the works. And I think for me is launching nutrition coaching. I do that, but I don't offer it as a a paid service. I was trying to launch by March. Obviously I only have a week to launch it and I've just had other things going on. So 
coaching for not only the aging population, but just anybody in general who just literally struggles. There's so much out there with nutrition that it's kind of hard to believe anything anybody says anymore because the things they tell us that are healthy, I say in five years, they're usually the cancer causing agents that, you know, you always see the commercials about or this is healthy. And when you look at it, it's not really as healthy as you think it is. So just trying to get better understanding. Do you do any marketing referrals uh, with or networking referrals with orthopedics in your um, orthopedic specialists in your area? Yeah. Uh, from that, I work, I'll say jointly. It's not a honestly ever flowing referral pool, but it is out there for a lot of either non-surgical orthos or some orthopedics who I may have uh, friends of mine who work there. I do get some referrals from a downtown clinic. I have a friend who works there. Um, he's kind of world-renowned hip surgeon. So I do get some referrals for people in my area who need mm -hmm. a trainer who, you know, who are maybe looking for more of a preventative measure, not a mm -hmm. surgery per se, but getting stronger, getting more mobile and not having the surgery uh, outcome. I work with a lot of people and some people are like, they, they get injured and they want to have surgery first and then treat second. I'm more of a, let's try to treat it first in some kind of like maybe holistic way. Maybe it's more homeopathic or, you know, maybe it's PT, maybe it's something else um, to see if that's going to be a uh, better solution for you than, than surgery is kind of the last resort, in my opinion. So orthopedics and then physical therapists. Um, I have a pretty good working relationship with a lot of clinics in town. Um, I wouldn't say I get a, an abundance of referrals, but I'm always um, checking in, making sure, you know, if they need anything like, or if somebody is being um, discharged from physical therapy, they may need somewhere to train. And I'm kind of the transition point. Um, I like to call it I'm not the last resort, but I'm also something that they can have an extension of physical therapy without having to pay insurance for. You know, insurance only gives you so many visits per injury, per surgery, whatnot. So like if they're on visit 32 and they get 34 for the year and it's March, and you know, they need to do something unless they um, get an extension, which I think rarely happens with insurance. Insurance is pretty stingy. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I will work kind of hand in hand with the physical therapist. Um, get a plan together. And so that when the transition is over to my gym, it's a little bit more, um, it's easier, a little mm -hmm. less um, stressful for that individual because um, they're coming somewhere. They have no idea who I am, but they've been referred by the physical therapist who obviously yeah. trust me. Um, but, you know, sometimes going to a trainer is intimidating uh, for a lot of people. Um, I, I don't know if it's just a bad experience or, what they have in the back of their mind, they feel like they're all going to do beat, uh, uh, doing like box jumps and burpees and uh, heavy lunges and things like that. So I, I say, I'm not that gym. I want to, you know, I want to be on the same page with your physical therapist. I want to make sure we have a good plan of action. So that way you're not a repeat offender mm -hmm. and you're not having to go back to therapy. Awesome. Um, so uh, and also, I also, you know, massage therapist too. massage therapist. I try to refer out for that for just different, like, you know, I'll say a, a client's super tight and there's just physically nothing I can do to help them. Um, you know, I, there's only so much I can do without kind of over, overstepping my boundaries as far as a, a trainer um, and business owner. So I just like to refer those out to chiropractor, massage therapist, or whoever's going to be acupuncturist, whoever's going to be the best fit for them just to get them better. That's my whole goal. Yeah. So you've got online marketing emails and you're, you haven't neglected the real in real life uh, networking that you need to do with yeah. other professionals who can help your clients. Yeah, but um, I'd say this on a weekly basis. I'm reaching out or trying to connect. 
uh, with those just for so more people know who I am. Yeah. And how we can help. Okay. Aaron, this has been great. I appreciate this. And I'm really, I appreciate you for being with Prime Fit Content for so long. It's a pleasure having you. And I'm delighted that you're having such a, such great success. It's really, uh, it's really heartening to see. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I'll say it's only the beginning. We'll see what happens from here. Absolutely. Onward, man. All right. Thank you. All right. How was that? Man, it's good. Yeah. You feel all right? Yeah. And I could talk for an hour of this stuff. That's why I can. You know, me too. <laughs> I could sit here and, and you know, talk about, I'm going to move up a little bit just for a second. Um, I could talk about this stuff all day and, and will, if you let me. So, um, yeah, it's probably. I'm the same way. It's just a matter of like what, what people, you know, I think shorter sometimes is, is better, but also it's like, you know, sometimes you get off some of these podcasts, you listen to them like, man, I need a little bit more of that, that content. Was there anything more that you, was there anything you wanted to talk more about or anything that I cut you off on? We can, we can go. No, I, I think, uh, no, I think we, we kind of hit on all that. Okay. Well, yeah, as far as your, uh, questions. Yeah. I think we hit on everything we had planned out. Yeah. And was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No. Okay. No, I mean, you can you can get down to the meat potatoes of like what I do, but sometimes that's boring. I will in the intro a little bit, you know, I'll talk. Yeah, yeah. The, the you know, the meat potatoes of who you are and what you do. But what I think is helpful to people and it's just by feedback, take it for what it's worth. I'm not anything brilliant, but you um, you've been putting in the work, you've been being consistent. You haven't been been relying on nonsense. You made it through the pandemic um you're doing digital marketing and you're doing in real life marketing just so yeah. smart most people i talk to are too afraid to go next door to the hair salon you know where the where you know 165 year old women come every day to get their hair done much go over there and introduce yourself you know yeah and maybe if they do it they do it once and it doesn't work because they didn't get five new clients out of it. So they don't try it again, but you know, you're out there doing it and it's paying off. So, um, I would, yeah, I would say I need to be better at being five, five mile, five mile famous, um, which just means five mile radius of the gym. Um, I'm working on that. Um, you know, because I think sometimes we feel like this is not this place is not they don't have the right clientele, but you never know. It could be the lady behind the front desk who's, you know, I got high blood pressure and needs some help. You know what I mean? So um, I, I'm working on that. I, I go to places I, I frequently I spend money at, but I don't go to the places that are literally next door. I mean, some of them, but not all of them. Yeah, well, you know, you've got that that um, the orthopedic connection. But then, you know, you've also, I don't know, you you touched on something really important when you said um, that you it's kind of expensive for some people and that, and that you're in a wealthy neighborhood. And that's great because there's golf clubs and there's tennis clubs and there's, you know, places where these people spend $150 a, a, a plate on dinner. 
And, you know, they've got the money. Where are they going to spend all that money on on stuff? You know, go there and, and get to know them a little bit, too. It's a, yeah. just a great. Um, so it's, you know, it's hard. It's because, it, like I said, if it doesn't pay off right away, you feel like you've wasted your time. But I don't think it's a waste of time. So. No, I know. It's just a matter of like, if you plant the seed, the, the, the plant will grow as long as you water it. I mean, if yeah. you just give up, you mean you give up on it. I mean, cause I've been in the same area since 2013, but I've, I've worked for corporate. I rented, I sublet, now I have my own spot. So now it's a matter of like, I'm a little bit more legit cause I'm not sharing it with multiple people in years past. It was like six trainers. Now it's, just me and another guy we're not business partners but i work with 50 and older he works with like soccer players oh is that why you always have teenagers on your on your social media because they're your your business partners no those are those are all my athletes like my my instagram is all my uh, sports performance stuff and then my facebook's all mainly uh adults how do you manage to do two two groups that are so different uh, I mean, I was a college athlete, man. That's what I started with. And it's just, it's super easy. I can work with 10 athletes at one time and, um, uh, I can work with 10 adults at one time, but that's just how I manage it. Okay. Um, I have, I have a way like, I'll see a flow that the flows off. It just drives me nuts, but I the the kids know. Yeah. Um, it's just the way I have every, Every athlete's doing different workouts. They're all uh, individualized for their limitations and strengths. Um, they're all doing their uh, workouts at the same time. So you've got freshmen all the way up to or eighth grade, all the way up to seniors. And then even with my adults, I've got 45 year olds and 75 year olds working out together. Mm -hmm. So I mean, right. it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of like, you know, expectations. I think setting that up as like, we're, we're going to work out and you may be working out with a, Seven-year-old, you may be working out with an eight-year-old, I said, but just know that they may be uh, working out with me for the last seven years. You're just starting out. So don't be shy. Don't be intimidated. And uh, don't be nervous. The fact that a 75-year-old may be lifting 25-pound dumbbells yeah. and you're lifting tens. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of like, you know, if you stick with it and you can be, you know, consistent, this can happen too. And you're going to be, you know, working out longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for that. So. Um, yeah, it's just the flow that works for me. Uh, I've, there's a lot of things that irritate me as well, but you know, I can look past that. Yeah. But there's, you know, some of these people, um, got the same 25 exercises. We just, um, flip flop them around and they love it. You know, I try to switch it up and they freak out, you know, I really do. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I'll make you happy. We'll do the same 15, 20 things. We'll just do a different order. Sure. They love it because they feel good and they're they're not in pain. So I'm like, cool. Easy enough. Easy enough. And they'll keep coming back, man. For its minimum uh three fifty a month and upwards to um five, twelve. I mean, I've got some paying eight, nine hundred bucks a month. So are you kidding? How do you what do you what do you get for eight or nine hundred bucks a month? That's one on one training, man. You get me. Okay. All right, for two or three sessions a week. Yeah. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then the group so, training is based on two or three sessions a week. Yeah, two or three. Um, a lot of them are five hundred bucks a month. It's just two days a week. They just 
it's just the way they they just kind of molded into it. We went from like one on ones to the small group, and it's just the same price. I mean, I just they fit right into it. They're talking about Netflix shows and what they did over the weekend and who's who's going to go play bingo. So it's just <laughs> you know, it's whatever. They don't care. They they're there to they're there because they like me and they like the people that are in the groups. That's, and that's enough. They they get enough coaching from you in that setting, you know, just you're going to point out if she needs to bring her elbows in or you're going to tell him if he needs to come down a little farther. Or... Yeah, and it's it could be too. It's like man, it's 45 minutes in and they're like, "All right, it's time to stretch, right?" I said, "Well, uh had a few more things to go." And they said, "No, nah, I think that's good. I think we'll stretch." I said, "All right. We'll stretch it out." Hey, you they call the shots, man. I'm just I'm there to help them. Yeah, so I, I'll say, hey, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell them no because they won't come back. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, but, well, yeah. you got it going on. I really I, I really am excited to see it because you're doing I mean, not to keep talking about me, but, you, you know, like you're doing everything I tell people and they get bored. They get they get bored if it doesn't work right away. Then they try something else and they try something else and they go on YouTube and it's like, yeah, stop. Just yeah, you just can't do that. I mean, that's what Pat always said. You chase the shiny object, you'll never be in business. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, I don't, I don't chase the shiny. There was a, at one time. I mean, when I I got fired and I was, I had two clients, dude. Um, really, two clients. I was training out of an apartment complex. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where I started. You told me about that a while ago, but I, I forget. So you were. When you you had your corporate job was in fitness, yeah, I worked in an orthopedic clinic. I worked in one of the larger orthopedic clinics for some of the top doctors, doing pre and post op training. And what happened? Why why did it not continue? Um, I was insubordinate according to the paperwork, but I don't like to be told what to do, Jay. Hmm. That's just bottom line. I was I was uh, at a base two. I, I had a ninety eight like a 98% client retention rate. I brought in like probably a quarter of a million dollars a year. Yeah. Uh, and I was getting paid $39,000 a year and I had enough of being bullied and telling me to do more. Um, so I, I spoke up and spoke out about my frustrations and I got, I got let go. And so, I mean, look at me now. I said, my goal is to be the mayor of fitness in Brentwood, Tennessee. And to put all the other gyms out of business. Uh, that's probably not a good goal to have, but that's just how I feel. I'm the, I'm the best in town. It's just up for you to decide, right? I think it's a great goal. And, and you know, it's it sounds like ego, but I was like, look, you not. may have a bigger budget, more money, but I said, I'll, I'll outlast you. Yeah. I, I don't care if it is ego. You know, you apologized a couple of times when we were talking before. And, and I want to just friendly advice. Don't apologize. Okay. You don't apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. You're helping people live better lives. You're making a, a good business. You know, that's, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah. And, and don't be shy about it. You know, it's not like you're ripping people off or anything. Um, no, it's just, you know, it's, I have a hard time being uh, proud of what I've done. I mean, um, I mean, from the, from what I've done, I was, I was, I was voted top three best trainer all of Nashville 2019 Top okay. three, I was top five. I was kind of constellation. I should be number two. Uh, I mean, I've been in local magazines. I've written three books. Written. I've gone on to book number four. 
I said, the only thing I haven't done has been on national news. Um, I've been, you know, I've been featured in um, publications and whatnot as far as like um, offered up advice and things like that. I've been on podcast. Um, I would say the last two, this one and the last one I did were probably the two biggest ones that I know of. I mean, there's probably some other big ones, but I do them all over. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I have a story to share with people. I've been at rock bottom, but I've also been, you know, I feel like I'm closer to the top. So it's just a matter of being out there and being more visible and, you know, making sure that people know there's more to, um, you know, health and fitness and just training for somebody or training for corporate wellness or whatever. I mean, there's, there's more to it than that. And so I think I have a bigger, bigger, uh, vision, but also, um, I help more people through just kind of what I do. It's just kind of, I may not be the richest in town, but I feel like I've got a story to tell as far as like what I've done, where I've been and, you know, who I've helped. Yeah. Well, that's great. And yeah, if you ever want to talk about that story or how to tell it, or you want to bounce something off me or anything, you know, just let me know. I'm happy to, happy to, you know, hear what you're working on. Cause you know, think about Billy, think about that moment. I don't know that I have anything that dramatic and maybe you don't either. Maybe you don't need it, but think about it in terms of a moment and how you, how, how you're in the audience at some event and and you're one of the people in the audience and you get up you're introduced hey here's here's aaron he's going to tell us about training people over 50 or his small business in tennessee or whatever yeah and you got to have an opener man you got to grab him right and yeah i mean i'm really the only thing that i have i was sitting at the uh sitting at the gym that i was renting from and i was like this sucks i'm about to quit this like this is not what i signed up for i mean it's like the kind of like rock bottom moment where it's like dude this i'm tired of just sitting around waiting for people to show up and it's just kind of you have this aha moment where you're like dude no one's going to come in here and see you you've got to go see them and that's kind of where um i was i was go back to this i was in an orthopedic clinic talking with the doctors that i used to work with and the marketing director for star physical therapy walked in and then a chiropractor walked in and that's kind of how it started as far as like being introduced to the orthopedic um or physical therapy clinics in town so i mean that's kind of kind of where i have as far as like giving up and almost going back to the computer lifestyle where were you when that those meetings happened Uh, i was well i was sitting in a gym i was renting at the time i was sitting in the office just kind of like worn out uh, for that, but I, th- I don't know. We I were just popping into an orthopedic clinic to talk to my friend that uh, we were at one time going to go into business with, and he introduced me to the marketing director for Star. And let, the next time I was, he was in there just by chance. It was a chiropractor, and kind of got an intro. I still get some referrals from him as well. So, yeah, you know, I said they're not gonna just because you have a gym and a sign doesn't mean they're going to show up, right? Um. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have a, a big, long, like I'm in debt story. Uh, yeah, no, no. But, yeah. But I mean, but I, I will say this, I don't have, yeah, I, I don't have any, I don't have any business partners. I don't have any uh, business debt. Everything I've done is paid for as cash. Then maybe think about someone, one of your clients who's got a great story. I bet you have helped someone who came to you feeling really down and helpless and at the end of the rope and you gave them renewed hope or you helped yeah, them. I do. I have my client, Janet, 
my client Janet's a friend of my wife. Well, she's not a friend. Her daughter's a friend of my wife. And um she she was a she was a nurse um by trade, I guess you would say, but she traveled a lot and she was so severely overweight that she used a wheelchair um uh, to go from terminal to terminal. So when she started with me, she was coming off a uh wrist surgery and um could hardly walk, like literally. We think we started the first three months just doing floor exercises um, and kind of had a renewed look on life after her back pain was kind of vanished. And then she lost like 50 pounds. And she always tells me this is her thing. She goes, I don't care where you go, where you move to. I'm not going anywhere until I die. She goes, because you'll, you'll be a client of mine. She goes, you'll I'll be your client until something happens to me. She goes, because she goes, because you've helped me so much. She goes, I'm not quitting. She goes, I don't care. She, she just retired too. And she's like, I don't care. She said, I'll sacrifice something just to keep coming in. What kind of work did she do when she was working? Uh, she did CRM work through uh, clinical research. So she would travel a lot and sit at desk doing um, um, basically monitoring for clinical research. Wow. How'd she get to be so fat? Um, I just think lack of self-care. She had some surgeries and things of that sort and uh, just, you know, lives by herself. She's widowed and, and just kind of. What did you help her do? Like after she lost, she, she lost 50 pounds out of how much? How heavy was she? Uh, I don't remember offhand, but I just, just a, I think just a renewed outlook on like, I can do this. I mean, she was. At one time, we were trap bar deadlifting like tens on each side and pushing the sled and using the rower. And just from day one, that was like not even a chance. Yeah, I, mean, it, I think that could be a good one. Build on that, but but yeah, give me more, an, more details. A little more detail, and think of it as a story. And the story is about her. It's not about you. It's about her. And at the end, there needs to be some big payoff. Like she had, when she was a young girl, she dreamed of, I don't know, skiing in Switzerland. I just made that up. And yeah, I have a, I have a testimonial video that I have of her. Oh, let me see it. Uh, let's see. Let me see here. I got like five minutes and then I got to hop off, take my son to soccer. Sure. So I can find it. Yeah. Soccer right. game today. Or you know, if you if you if you don't have time, that's fine. But I just wanted to say, think of get get think of some payoff. Like she wanted something that she couldn't do because she was so fat and deconditioned. And then after you helped her, she was not as fat. She was not as deconditioned. Yeah. And she did this thing, whatever can it was. You sh- can you share your screen? Yeah. Uh, um, I got it. You got it. Yeah. Uh, you've disabled it. I do. You're sharing your screen. How do I let you share? Uh, let's see. I'm not sure. All right. Well. Well, what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> Is this your first time, Jay? <laughs> Yeah, no, no. uh, let's see. There's some something at the bottom that you disabled. Yeah, where it says let the other. Oh yeah, here we go. Sorry. 
I can just tag you in it. There you go. There. Okay, got it. There she is. I can't hear her. You can't? Oh. Mm. Can you guys talk about that? I need but the bonus is that I've lost 35 pounds. I don't feel like I'm housebound anymore. I don't feel like I'm just sitting here letting my life pass me by. Um, in a happier place. I'm so much stronger and able to do so much more than I ever thought I could. I don't think I've ever worked with somebody that was so caring. I felt like he's interested in me. He wants to help me. I feel like that he's there for me. It's worth every penny. There's just no reason I would ever quit going to him. Okay, cool. All right. So she's great. Maybe think about her a little bit, you know, and what you can, um, what else you can do to, um, to, you know, bring out her story and, and ask her for more specifics. Like the idea that he's really nice and I feel better. Well, that's okay. And whatever. But, you know, I finally got to climb the steps at Notre Dame or, Oh well, yeah, now she, she's been. She went to Ireland and went hiking with her brother and sisters. So that's it. That's what I yeah. want. Because, yeah. because you know, coming to your gym isn't the point. The point is to live a better life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got more. I got more of those too. That's just the ones that I've, okay I've had uh, for that. So it's just finding out, digging deeper with it. Okay. Well, listen, I'll let you go. But thanks for doing yeah, it. Appreciate it. And yeah, appreciate uh, you. All right. Have a good one. All right. See you, man. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to Optimal Aging. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend, and write a review. All of that helps me grow my audience. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. You can send me an email at j at primefitcontent.com. That's j, j-a-y, at primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, so you can find me anywhere you like and be in touch. And again, thanks for listening. Join me next time.